0: Hello. Do you want that? Do you? Okay. La 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 Well hello everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Let's have a drink of water. Ah. So hello and welcome to let me bore you to sleep. My name is Jason Newland. And, oh, my website. Just realized it was offline because I hadn't paid for it. So it's now back online again. JasonNewland.com. And please only listen when you can safely close your eyes And you know what's really weird It's actually cold inside It was cold outside as well today It's Sunday the second of july twenty twenty three And it's it's not cold like but it's chilly. And I'm refusing to put a jumper on, a cardigan or anything like that. I've got a t-shirt on. I'm, refu- I'm just, I'm just flat out refusing because it just seems wrong to be wearing a, a cardigan in July. I mean, if I'm honest, I could do with having heating on. It's really not very warm it's strange it's kind of very strange I'm just touching there's bits of metal like, on the desk and the metals you can always, always tell kind of get an idea of the room temperature by touching anything that's metal and the metal I don't know what it is some kind of holder thing it's cold That was the whole story, really. Just, just having a little bit of a moan. So I don't mind the weather because I don't don't care if it's hot, but I kind of don't expect it to be cold. Cold, I mean. ooh. you know, shiver, shiver. It's shiver weather, shiver weather. Anyway, um, I just give a feeling. Mm-hmm. just give a, really, a bony thing to chew on so that should keep him occupied for a little while hopefully uh, a couple of things I <laughs> I managed to manage. it took me quite a while to re-upload all of the YouTube videos that I had deleted so they're now back and I've started to make some more more as well, because as I've got, it's kind of ridiculous in a way how many different recordings I've done. And I'm not just talking about the different versions of one recording. I mean that in itself just puts it into the multiple thousands. But like just the individual recordings, there's so many, so many. Just since 2018. And I had at least a thousand. Before that. That are nowhere to be seen. They kind of just. I deleted them and they're gone. I've got videos and stuff that. uh, Oh man. The quality is awful. Like really, really bad quality. And the quality when I made them weren't that bad. There wasn't. It's the. I guess the copying, the copying of... Copying the copier, copying the copy, blah, blah. And it just... is really, really... They haven't kept their... I mean, they were never great quality, but blimey. Really, really bad. And so even some that have fairly okay audio... Have just the video is ridiculous which is a shame because I've got a lot of recordings and I I did go online to see if there's any way of uh, improving the video quality but nothing I tried has worked I'm not not to say that it's not possible because I'm sure it is possible but I'm not uh, an editor and I couldn't find anything that really made, I I could change the way the video looked using the Adobe suite, using um, the video thing, but I just couldn't, it just didn't look any good. Now audio is a little bit easier to change. So I can I can improve the audio quality on some of the older recordings, but that's not really going to make any difference if the video's awful. Unless, I guess, I suppose I could upload them on YouTube and make a video like separate to the audio if the audio's good enough. it makes me think, like, what was I doing for the first 12 years? The first 12 years of doing this, making podcasts and hypnosis recordings, everything I did for 12 years was rubbish. And that doesn't make sense, because if everything I did was rubbish, why were people watching them and listening to them? So... I guess what well, I guess perhaps the quality not the content the content maybe was okay hopefully but the quality of the video and the audio wasn't always particularly <laughs> I'm laughing now because sometimes it was it was really bad quality very echoey or there'd be stuff going on in the background like really loud and I remember someone said once... Well, they sent a, put a message saying... Have you considered fading in and fading out of your recording? I didn't even know what they meant. Didn't, didn't... What were you talking about? Instead of, like... Hearing me ruffling around... Ruffling? What is a ruffle? You know, sort of preparing to start the recording. And at the end of it, like... You can hear me go off to the toilet. <laughs> it's just it is—it is very. I mean, not that this is professional, but that was really unprofessional. I thought I'd just put that there first because I don't think anyone's ever going to call me professional. I'm not. I'm not the most uh, slick person when it comes to this stuff. Because if I was, then I'd be making one recording for sleep, one recording for relaxation, one recording for chronic pain relief, one recording for stopping smoking, and that would be it. I would be making hundreds of recordings, hundreds and hundreds and well, thousands for sleeping and relaxation. But I have to do so many to try and make one good one out of all of them. Maybe. Uh maybe. I don't know. So, yeah, so I'm just uh, in the middle of looking at some stuff. A couple of things I'm planning to do, well, I've kind of already set the thing in motion, is to have... This is something I've done before, actually. But the way I did it before didn't work because the websites weren't correct. But I'm going to have... Websites for each individual podcast. So, for the Let Me Boy to Sleep, there will be a website specifically for that podcast. Uh, Deep Sleep Whisper Hypnosis, there'll be a website specifically for that podcast. Uh, Relax and Sleep Hypnosis Daily, there'll be a blah, you know, on and on and on. Um, jasonnewland.com will still be there. That will have all of, every new recording will be on there instantly. So anytime I make a new recording, it will be available on JasonNewland.com. But for those that are maybe only interested in the Let Me You to Sleep, then maybe it's an idea to have a website just for that. And then perhaps have the option for you to be able to, if you are like a, I don't want to use the word fan, but if you are hugely impressed with what I do, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm jo- I am joking. If if you like what I do, then um, and this is more what you like rather than the other stuff that I do, like the. Whispering. I thought about doing some hypnosis shouting. Relax yourself. Go to sleep. Like that, but I don't know how well that would go down. Yeah, but that's kind of whisper shouting, isn't it? You are feeling relaxed. Um... Ooh. That hurt my right ear a little bit doing that. See my mouth doesn't open very wide. And you may be thinking, how the heck did you come from what you're talking about to talking about your mouth not opening very wide? Where's the connection? Well, I was when I was shouting then or pretending to shout, I was opening my mouth quite wide. But it doesn't open wide. I don't know why. Maybe I was, well, was, I, because I've maybe got a little face, but I haven't got a little face, have I? I haven't got a little head. So, I don't know. And maybe, maybe I've had a broken jaw when I was younger and it didn't set properly or it, I, I don't really, don't understand. But I remember I was at the dentist, a few, well, oh, me, 10 years ago and the lady the dentist person was kept saying to me can you open your mouth wider and i kept saying oh and she said what she said what what are you saying like if you're going to do a job like that, you should, surely you should learn how to understand people talking when they've got like their mouth full of stuff. You know, it's, you think you'd learn to, to, to understand. Like when I was a, co- you know, worked in a call centre, I, I was able to tune into different accents. Like people from all over the world were you know talking and sometimes it took a a little while some of the hardest accents were uh, well just really thick like really strong rather accents wherever they're from it was just a really strong accent and more if the person talked very quickly because not only do I Talk slowly. I also hear slowly, (laughs) which is a weird thing to say. But if if someone talks really quickly to me, it's almost like they've said nothing. It's I don't hear it. It's just noise. It's just like are you? That's all I hear is. And I might catch some of it might catch the uh, lift to the funeral or whatever it was they just said but like do you want Like, uh, sorry and you know because I've had I was when I was younger I had um, hearing issues in one of my ears I was uh, had to have an operation and I was backward at school and stuff and that's the only reason but um, there's times when I'm thinking I think my hearing's going again you know but then I've come to realise that well maybe it is partly that but I can't hear people when they talk very quickly now I do sometimes talk quickly is me talking quickly right now that's that's quick for me Um and I, I do struggle with some YouTube well a lot of YouTube videos because it's I feel a bit bombarded by the quickness of the talking now I probably could slow it down thinking about it you think you can slow down the video and there's hardly any youtube videos that the people talk slowly and that i found or the the type of videos that i'm interested in and i don't want to stop watching the videos cuz youtube is probably my as far as viewing things on a television, YouTube is the the place I go. Because I like to follow the AI and boxing and uh, just, you know, social issues and whatever. Uh, Interviews and... See, interviews are quite good because generally when someone's being interviewed, the interviewer... Has a tendency to talk a bit slower than a normal conversation. And the person who's replying. Or who's being interviewed. Seems to talk a bit slower. Because they're thinking about what they're saying before they say it. So they don't get (laughs) cancelled. So they don't get into trouble. Maybe. So... I think it's going to come to a point where I'm one of the only places that you can go to on YouTube or online and listen to someone speaking slowly. Uh, I know that hypnosis sessions are slow, but this this isn't a hypnosis session. This is just me talking. And, uh, you know, there are other people that do boring stuff as well. It's, but I I don't listen to that, the things that they do because this is just me being me it's not a I mean it might it might seem from the outside like these recordings are finely tuned crafted uh, pieces of art you know Um I'm, some of you might think that I spent hours writing a script for this podcast, and I'm just reading it off a piece of paper or off a screen, and I've I've spent all day putting it together, crafting <laughs> crafting my words. Well, sorry to break it to you, but that ain't that ain't what's happening. I don't, I, don't, I don't even I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even think that if I did do that that the podcast would be improved even if I spent 8 hours preparing it now you think that would help wouldn't you but I don't know because I'd probably be too tired to want to do anything after spending eight hours preparing some kind of monologue thing yeah but this does suit me in some ways the monologue kind of talking at you rather than having a conversation because I do find that when I'm talking to other people, I'm just waiting for them to stop talking so I can say what I want to say. And I know that's not a popular thing to say out loud, but it's not not always the case. And these days... I don't have many conversations with people. Maybe the odd dog walker and we're just talking about the dogs. So that can be a bit strange after the event and I think oh just when someone says oh what's his name? I say Vinny. What type of dog is he? I said he's a red dog. He's little or whatever they say, oh he's Vinny, that's a nice name and that's it and Like, am I supposed to ask what their dog's name is I don't know I'm guessing that's probably expected but there's something about that that puts me off doing it when someone expects it Or, you know, when someone expects a compliment. That's when I don't compliment. I don't compliment people. Like, in a false way. You know, I spent a lot of time around some people that are very complimentary to each other. And would do a similar thing to me, so when I was at university, I'd have a haircut or I'd trim my beard or have a shave or buy a new jumper or something like that or a new coat, new shoes, new spectacles. Oh, Jason, you look 20 years younger. I'm like, shut up. It's just lies. Why are you lying? It's lies. I don't look 20 years younger. I own a mirror. I can see. I just look cleaner. I look like I might have had a wash. I don't look younger. Maybe I look a little bit younger because you can't see so many grey hairs. Because you know, if I clean shave, I am talking about my face. Um, there is no grey beard. You know, not not my whole beard is grey, but there is a fair bit of grey there now. Um, I used to like to say that only the ginger parts of my beard have turned grey. Well, that was the case ten years ago. Now, now the it's pretty much spread. Uh, none of the hairs are that fussy. The grey's not that fussy which, which hair it takes over, which hair it possesses. They're like triffids. my my beard is a lot like a triffid what's a triffid? Google it I can't I can't explain everything going back to like 1982 television show or movie Day of the Triffids was that movie wasn't it? there were big flowers and they used to move around like sunflowers kind of thing and probably the least scary horror movie you'll ever see but for some reason we were supposed to be scared because a flower was walking around. <laughs> oh dear. Um, what's my favourite horror movie? Oh, let me tell you. American Werewolf in London. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it at night. Watch it during the day if you're going to watch it. And remember it's funny okay it's old Um, I think about 1980 maybe 81 and if you remember the Michael Jackson thriller video was it George Landis was the director of that he's the same person that made and directed the American Werewolf in London so they use the same prosthetics and makeup and stuff like that so if it hadn't been for the American Werewolf in London there would be no Michael Jackson Mm. (laughs) that's what I'm saying there would be no Thriller album which is complete lies but there would be no Thriller video like that it would just be a different video and it probably would have been just as successful because let's face it he was pretty good at what he did wasn't he just didn't always do good things but yeah he was a good singer I like it when he was a kid I like his kid stuff no that, that sounded wrong I liked his singing when he was a kid so Ben and Ben the two of us need look no more <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking about what I said. I, I didn't mean it to come out like that. Um, I do. I, I When I was about 17 years old, I had an album. I think it was a double album. And it was the Michael Jackson or the Jacksons, or it might be the Michael Jackson and the Jacksons, super mix, And it was all of their hits we've like mixed together and like right from the start like ABC and uh, I Want You Back Ben um, Blame it On The Boogie Can You Feel It Can You Feel It uh, what other songs that they do Uh, I'll be back. No, I'll be back. (laughs) I'll be there. That's it. I'll be there. Do you ever want something that you know you shouldn't have? But the more you know you shouldn't have it, the more you want it. And then one day, you get it. It just feels so good for you. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone Oh, That's another one Ain't no sunshine when she's gone um, There was a few songs That I'd never heard before That I just really liked um, I've never heard a Michael Jackson song That I didn't like I'm not, I've not raved about every single one you know, if this is something that I heard before, like, think, like hearing, I thought, wow, I can't, like, so, so, uh, I dance uncontrollably, nothing like that. But I've never heard anything that, like Stevie Wonder as well, I've never heard a Stevie Wonder song that I just, I like. He's, he's just so amazing, like Stevie. Well, I call him Stee. other people Whitney Houston's another one um, this, I was a bit in love with uh, Whitney I was when you think about it she was a little bit older than me marginally so what for about 90s 85 she came out she was about 17, wasn't she? And was 85. And I was 14, 15, 14. So she was about three years older than me. And I remember seeing her singing, I think it was on the Wogan show. Terry Wogan was this really big um, interviewer, like on television. BBC One used to be on every every evening, like Monday to Friday for a while and he was very famous in this country and she was on there singing I think it was Saving All My Love For You and she just sang like an angel looked like an angel but I didn't realise she was an angel in disguise Whee! it's an Elvis song um, he wasn't singing about Whitney because she wasn't born then. You're an angel in the skies, oh yes, you are. She was saying, God, she looks like an angel. That's another Elvis. I've never heard a song by Elvis I didn't like. I mean, I haven't fallen in love with every song he did. But. He just had, to me. He, I mean, I'm not the only one that thinks this. Obviously, he just had a beautiful voice, and if you listen to some of his gospel stuff, you could almost. And then you you listen to his. Well, since my baby left me, I found a blue place to tell. Is that the end of long Street? I'm wiggling my hips right now and there's that he sounds so young it's a very kind of young voice and then you hear his an album where he's doing the gospel or he's singing even the Christmas album and he's a much more mature voice and it's like wow it's like I believe everyone goes free someone will come to show the way I believe I believe and it's like wow he's, he's matured. his voice really matured and then I realised it was the same year it was the same period like 1957 he had the same voice but he could do different things with it So he could sing like, um, I don't know when he, was he 54, he started 56, 57, whatever. But it was the same period. It wasn't like it was 10 years later. So He was doing gospel songs with like kind of a deep voice, powerful. And then other times he was doing ballads that were quite high, you know not high but higher vocally i know what i mean buddy holly's another one that i really fell in love with i'm not sure how i came over him um it must have been i, mean, I knew who he was cuz my dad used to play 50s songs and uh, we had this little games box well, it was a games room upstairs in our house and there was these old are they 12 track tapes and there is all these 50s songs like rubber ball I'll come bouncing back to you rubber ball I'll come bouncing back to you do 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 all that and like the Wanderers as well um, that's one of my favourite songs of all time, the Wanderers. Well, I'm a type of guy who never, never went to place, I run from town to town. I'm the best. I'm going on my, my shoulder, I'm a Wanderer, I'm a Wanderer. I'm a Wanderer. But yeah, so I, I kind of started to like those 50s songs. I'd already kind of heard a lot of the 60s stuff, because, you know, let's face it, I was born in 1970, so the 60s stuff wasn't really that old to me. You know, as a like a young child, I was still hearing the 60s stuff like it was fairly new. You know, the Beatles, they broke up a year before I was born. So, on the radio, they were playing that stuff like it was still fairly late, late, latest music, kind of. And it's weird. My very first... That was a weird noise I just made then. My very first memory of hearing a song, and it was on the radio, I think. And I was in my... I was going to say my crib. Obviously, we don't use a word like crib here. But in my... Bed chamber, or no, what bed cot or something? Anyway, I, I couldn't get out of it. So I don't know how old I was. I think I was probably about eleven, and I must have been I was very young. So I was in this room, and Gary Glitter was on the radio. I could hear him singing, and I hoped to God it was just him on the radio, and. Um, And he was singing, I love you, love, you love me too, love, I love you, love me, love. And that song, to be, it might not have been on the radio, it might have been, um, no, there wasn't anyone playing a guitar. No, I think maybe it was a record just been playing on repeat, but it etched in my brain, like the words of that song. And I... (laughs) I remember the words, but and I'm thinking how clever I am. Must have a like some kind of uh, digital memory or something. And then I remember like the words I love you, love. She loves me too, love. I love you, love me, love. I love you, love. She loves me, too, love. I love you, love me, love. It's kind of quite easy words to remember, I guess, but you know. That was... I grew up in the early 70s thinking about it. You know, I think all those, like, glam rock stuff that I was hearing but I don't remember that would have potentially had an effect on me. Uh, that I was, you know, TV programs I was watching that I didn't know what I was watching that would have affected my development just like it does. Just television does... Films you watch when you're a little kid, music you listen to, video games, all oh, was that controversial? And it affects us, you know, it affects us as adults, so it's going to affect people when they're little. So I don't know what the heck went on <laughs> for me to end up like this. Um I don't remember hearing The Beatles, really, as a kid, like little kid. The only other song I really... Or two songs I remember... From... Uh, below the age of six... Or seven... Was... Bill Haley and the Comets... Now I remember... Rock Around the Clock... And... Was it... See you later, alligator... In a wild crocodile... Was it... Something like that... So... Definitely Rock Around the Clock... And I was thinking... Why was I hearing that so regularly on the radio? Because this was in the the monastery, or the nunnery that I lived in. And why I, I don't know why I can still visualise the radio on the top. I think it might have been a piano. Wow. No. Why would there be a piano there? But yeah, Bill Haley and the Comets singing Rock Around the Clock. Now at the time, I didn't know that it was an old song from the 50s. I didn't know that Bill Haley and the Comet, Rock Around the Clock was almost a signature tune for rock and roll. It was like the start of rock and roll. I didn't, didn't know that. I didn't know what rock and roll was. I'm Still not sure. And I was hearing this song: One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. ten o'clock, click rock, rock. I wanna rock around the clock tonight. Do, 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 I always get my luck with you and happy days. One, two, three, four o'clock, I rock. Well, these happy days are yours and mine. These happy days are your, my happy days. Doesn't that start off with the one, two, three o'clock, four o'clock rock? I don't know. But yeah, was the happy days in the 60s or was it in the 70s or the 80s? Was it 70s? No, it was the 80s. I used to watch it when I was a kid in the early 80s, I'm pretty sure. Or late 70s. Like Mork and Mindy as well, that's another one. I loved Mork and Mindy I still do they don't show it anymore they, whoever they are haven't seen it on TV for decades it's not like a recent thing they just I don't know if Mork I mean Robin didn't want um, they called him Mork maybe he didn't want that being on TV you know with his film career and that I don't know but he should be pleased with his work on that show because it was was funny and it wasn't just funny as a kid I watched it when I was older the last time I watched Mork and Mindy it was 1989 early 1990 and it was on every Friday evening I think about 630 and I'd watch it, and I just it was funny, it made me laugh, which is I guess you know what funny means Jason makes you laugh, okay, but it was it was if in some ways probably funnier than what it was when I was a kid because I didn't understand a lot of what was being said um because with with uh more Mindy. There's a lot of physical humor wasn't there like him sitting on his face and her sitting on his no she him sitting on his face walking around with a, a backward suit on and uh, just drinking out of his finger and things like that i mean it's funny is I mean a kid that's just hilarious i mean if there is any um <clears throat> if you've got kids and they've not seen Mork and mindy show them because you can you? I think there's clips or episodes on YouTube I bet you they'll laugh at Mork especially the first episode where he sits on his face and then he drinks out of his finger and that you know, it's that kind of stuff but there's something that I think happened though in the late 70s and the early 80s where Perhaps more with American shows than English shows. There was, was a very different kind of TV shows that we had, but it was sometimes quite a philosophical, like a little a philosophical bit at the end or um, part of it. Sort of when Mork would, you know, say Mork calling Orson, "Come in, Orson." And he'd do like a stand up routine, but he'd also talk about something that was quite serious, like a real, quite a psychological, sociological topic, you know? And it's like, oh. Well, I don't think I got it when I was a kid, but I think I did when I got older. I was like, oh, okay. And it's quite nice. But then I think the thing that really got me was from, a like, an emotional perspective. Mr. Merlin. <laughs> I love Mr. Merlin. And Zack. Do, do anyone remember Mr. Merlin TV show? He basically was a mechanic, but he was Merlin, you know, the sorcerer. And Zack was his apprentice. Or, yeah, I think he was, he was a school kid, but he was, I think he was... But he was his, like, magical apprentice. And Mr. Merlin used to take him into his basement and teach him things. And I just... I think he had a staircase that used to go up and it'd go into the clouds and there'd be a a magical bird in a cage. And I just... I loved it. I just loved it. I just, just loved that show. But there was this TV show, I uh, was it called? Oh, Kung Fu. And there was, because I've always, well not now so much, but when I was a kid, always had an af- uh, an affinity with the martial arts. Not physically, but just emotionally kind of. I felt somehow connected to Bruce Lee and Kung Fu, and you know, I'm talking like when I was little, from the age of like seven onwards. And I don't know, I've talked about the poster of Bruce Lee on my wall, it was randomly there when I was seven. Like, why was it there? I don't know. But I used to watch Kung Fu, and it was my f- wasn't, okay, it wasn't my... It was one of my favourite programmes. And it wasn't really for kids. Not really. But I used to watch quite adult stuff back then. Not horrible stuff, necessarily. But stuff they used to have on Saturday nights. At Logan's Run. That wasn't for kids. Yeah, Buck Rogers in the 25th century. That was for kids. Well, it's for the family, you know. Uh, Dukes of hazard That was for everybody. Uh, the A-Team. It's a little bit more adult, because, you know, they were firing missiles at each other, but no one ever got hurt. So, you know, there's that kind of stuff. But Kung Fu, a TV show with David Carradine, or Carradine, I loved it because he was very, very quiet and very thinkative. That's the opposite of talkative, maybe thinkative. He was very, like he'd meditate and he's very calm, and he spoke quietly, and he just, yeah, I just loved him. I just thought if I, I guess if I ever wanted to be like anybody it would be him when I was young that or him or Wordsworth Gummidge that would be the two um, I was going to say or oh, Jack the Ripper but I don't know. Um, so I I loved Wordsworth Gummidge Wordsworth wow oh, yeah. Oh, Aunt Sally. That's not cream cakes. Aunt Sally. (laughs) That's my impression. It's not very good. But I loved Kung Fu, the the TV show. I just, just loved it. And to me, it's very similar. I had that similar vibe to The Incredible Hulk. You might be thinking, uh huh, where's the how can you even have a connection between those two shows? Two very different TV shows. Yeah, but not really because they were constantly on the move, weren't they? And at the end of every 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 episode you'd see them both walking. You'd see Kung Fu walking down a dusty road and you see You'd see the Incredible Hulk with his backpack walking, maybe f- fingering for a lift. So, in you know, a like quiet, melancholic mu- music playing. <laughs> That might not be the right music, but yeah. I'm just trying to think what else it reminds me. Of. Highway to Heaven was another TV show that I loved, and that was a little bit similar because he was always on the always on the move, but it was more focused, wasn't it? I mean, Kung Fu didn't really seem to know where he was going to end up, and. The, the the Hulk didn't seem to know either. Constantly waking up with ripped trousers and or wake, waking up like naked looking and how to steal people's clothes. I mean must have been difficult for him. Yeah, I remember that. These are shows that I really loved. I'm trying to think, what other TV shows I really, really, really loved? Like Buck Rogers, brilliant. That that affected me in different ways. That just visually stimulating. Uh, it, was, it was just fun. Then you had Flash Gordon, but that was. You did have the Flash Gordon TV show that I used to watch from the 50s or something. was I think it was in black and white. But Flash Gordon was a big movie in the early 80s that you may or may not remember. And loved that movie. I love the Spider-Man movie like the the, the original first Spider-Man movie what was it 1978 or something 77, 78 (laughs) I did I loved it loved, loved, loved it never see that on telly I mean they don't mind showing Spartacus or Moses or The Greatest Story Ever Told. Those kinds of things. I'll show them on telly. Or James Bond. Old James Bond movies. But what about the other classic movies? You know, they don't don't show a lot of that stuff. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Trying to think, what other ones? Yeah, the first Spider-Man movie. I've never seen a rerun of Logan's Run. Logan's Run was a great TV show. Again, I think they were going to do a, a, a new version of it, but it fell through because it was such an advanced they were well ahead of their time with that one but then it was a futuristic science fiction which is kind of the point isn't it I suppose to be advanced very good but then I don't know about where you lived when you was little but we had in this country we had TV shows Uh, that we used to watch that you might not have ever had. Um, One was called Blake Seven. And Blake, he had really curly hair. And I think he was only in the first season, first series. And then he, he was, I don't know, he wasn't in it for whatever reason but they still kept the same the name because it was seven people I guess I'm guessing that, that that's a number there might be five but why would they call it Blake Seven you know what I mean did the seven include Blake I don't remember can't tell you but I liked it and they had these things you know it was Star Trek ...and they stand on the thoughts it things a little... ...they're all almost like um, oven rings, aren't they? That you, you get on ovens... ...and they're on those... And ...then they get transported down to the planet. Where in Blake in Seven, they put rings on. So these big, like, wooden or metal rings... Uh, not rings bracelets that's it, bracelets I kept, kept, kept thinking cankle, Kenkel that's not the right word, bracelets and then they could uh, get basically transported back wherever they are but they didn't, or they I don't know if they could transport themselves back sometimes they'd lose the cankle off their off their wrist and they like oh what are we going to do now another one we had Space 1999 like I'm going back I'm going back for all of them really I mean it's a long time ago but Space 1999 was oh, that was good. I liked it. There was a bloke on there that was like an eagle. He had eagle hair and eagle eyebrows, and he. I think I'm not sure if he. No, I think it's the lady. There was a lady there, and she could turn into any animal. How oh, brilliant. It was. Oh yeah. So that space in 1999. Wow. So this is, it might have been early 80s, it might have been late 70s, because it's a little bit fuzzy for me. It's almost the same period. Kind of. He's underneath, he's underneath my, ta- my chair. He's listening now. And he's crunching on something, but I don't know what it is. I think he might have started to eat some of his new food. So I went to the pet store, or the sweet shop that he likes to call it. And I said, look, he doesn't like the food I'm getting him. It's too hard. He likes crunching on stuff for fun, but not when he's eating. So they said, well, this is like a mixture. This is fairly soft. It's not, not soft soft but it's softer. So I got some of those and he didn't seem to want to go near them. No, I think it's just still the bone. Hopefully we'll have them. Uh but I noticed I got these little treats that oh, I said the word treat. Oh no. Oh, he didn't hear me. Um, and they're tiny little things, perfect for when we're out, so I could like chuck them to him. But they're not big, so they—they, that's what I thought. Well, no, they're not big. I didn't like think they were small, and then realised they were the size of a house. They—they they were still—they're still small. I thought they were so small, and I realised just you know, then I got closer to them, the closer I got, the bigger they got. Well, no, no, it wasn't like that. So it was a mile away. I didn't realise it was a mile away. Couldn't see if it was a mile away, could I? Anyway, the... He likes them. A lot. Like, really likes them. So I gave him a couple on the way home. Just like, when we got out of the pet shop. There's a couple of treats, because he was trying to get into the bag. Which, incidentally, a brand new bag that I got from the petrol station... It was a carry bag for life. For life, okay. It lasted till the middle of the park. Until one of the handles was ripped off. With him jumping up at it. So. The life of what? I mean. It's just ridiculous. Luckily, one of the handles stayed. And it would have been worse if he'd have ripped open the bottom of it and all the stuff fell out because I had a big bag of food, I had another fairly big bag of treats, another two bags of treats and also some bone things for him. So there was too much stuff to be, oh, I don't know how they got it back, I'd about to leave some of it in the park, walked home and then come back hoping that it was still there. It's just silly Anyway So I took him out The second time And because it's Sunday I didn't throw the ball or anything for him Because um, There was a few people there And I'd rather do it when there's no one around So at least then he'll kind of stay with me He won't run off But he wanted that we've got this game that we play. And it's a little bit easier with these little ones, these little treats. But he likes me to chuck the treat ahead. Either on the grass or on the pavement, the path before, you know, ahead of me. And he runs and he finds it. If it's in the grass he'll like sniff and find it. And he you know, he's very good at it very good he can i chuck it he doesn't always see where it's gone but he'll sniff and he'll find it it's like wow that's what I thought until I decided to actually keep check myself and I could see it landed I could see where this one landed and he sniffed around it was about a foot away and he was going mm. crunching crunching He was pretending to eat it so that I'd chuck him another one, pretending, he hadn't found it at all, there's probably about 15 treats still in the park, how lazy is that, how manipulative. He does that, he's, he's like oh no, no seriously. Sometimes I'll be saying, "Come on, time to go home," and we start pulling in the in the area that where he likes to go to the toilet. So I kind of follow him, and he's just pulling further and further. He doesn't want to go to the toilet. He keeps, but he bends down like like he's going to do a poo, and he looks around, and he stops again, and he's still sniffing. Maybe turning around a bit and like looking for something. No intention of doing a poo. He's just doing it to stay out longer. Sometimes he'll do it because he sees a dog the other side of the park. And he's waiting for the dog to get closer so he can go and play. He pretends he needs a toilet. Absolutely biggest manipulator I've ever, well, since Andre. He was another one. (laughs) I do, I do find them, don't I? I'm ever so lucky. But yeah, that's kind of me, really. I just, not a lot going on it's near the end of the day really it's quarter past nine in the evening so I'll I don't know I might upload this before I go to bed or I might wait until I wake up because I'm normally in bed by now nine ten o'clock on a Sunday oh that is I don't know it might sound like I'm lying but it's true and here's another thing right It's starting to get dark outside, and it's nine o'clock. Didn't used to. It did used to, and then it didn't used to. It did used to, you know, a few months ago. But then, I mean, in in this country, where I live anyway, sometimes it starts to get dark about 3.30 in the afternoon. starts to get dusk. You know, not dark, but like dull. And then by four, four thirty, it's dark. And it doesn't get it doesn't get light till about three, that two, two thirty in the afternoon. So we have half an hour of light. That's a lie, but it it will be like a good nine o'clock in the morning till it's like proper light. And then in the afternoon, sometimes like 10, 11, 12, it's... You need the light on indoors all the day. It's like living in the Antarctic. And I should know. I watched a documentary once. It's probably quite light out there actually, isn't it? But I'm going to go, thank you very much for listening. Thank you ever so much. Remember to be kind to yourself. Because you deserve to be happy. Do something nice for yourself. Lots of love. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye. You don't often make a lot of noise, Vinny. You do, really. I still can't believe how loud that fart was earlier. (sighs) Right, let's stop this.